Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 this morning for a message titled, Paying the Price. Verse 54, then he also said to the multitudes, whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming and so it is. And you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot weather and there is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that you do not discern this time? What is he talking about this time? We have to understand the context of this. He's talking to a, a Jewish multitude here. And, and Jesus has turned from his disciples, these, who are, these guys who are following him, maybe the 12, maybe a, a, a larger group of disciples that are following Jesus. And now he turns out to the multitudes who have probably been listening, but now he's addressing them in particular. And he's saying to these people, and this is a Jewish crowd, that you guys aren't paying attention to what's happening in front of you. You're not discerning the times. And you have to understand that this crowd would have known that the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem. It wouldn't have taken much research or much asking to find out where was this guy born, and they would have found out he was born in Bethlehem. Micah chapter 5. They, they would have read the passages in Isaiah 61 where it talks about him opening the eyes of the blind and setting the captives free and preaching to the poor and, and, and all these things. And they'd seen people delivered from demons. They'd seen him open eyes. They'd seen him preach to the poor and, and, and have compassion on the multitudes as he healed the sick and even raise the dead, and cleanse the lepers. I mean, they saw all those things, and they should have been like, man, what else could this be but the Messiah? But it's not just that. They should have known the time. And that's what he says. You didn't know the time. And of course, Daniel chapter 9 gives them the specific date that the Messiah is going to present himself as the king. And if you count out the days, you look at when Artaxerxes, Longinus, decreed that the city should be rebuilt. It started a time clock of 483 years, and they could have counted out the very day in 33 AD that Jesus would have presented himself as Messiah. They should have known. This is about that time. And all the things that Jesus did should have been assigned to them. You know, they'd be outside looking at the cloud over the Mediterranean Sea, and they'd say, hey, a storm's coming. Batten down the hatches. They feel the south wind blow, as we often do. You feel the south wind blow and it's warm. You're like, ooh, it's going to be nice. The, the winter's almost over. You guys ever felt that? You know, it's been a long, cold winter, and you feel that, that gale blow, blowing from the south, and you're just like, oh, it's going to be coming this way. You're like, oh, that feels so good. I'm so excited for warm weather. And then it's about this time of year, and you start feeling the cool wind blowing. You're like, oh, finally. I'm so ready for the cold weather. You know? And we're so fickle, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're very, very thankful for whenever the weather changes. You know, if it could just be fall and spring all the time, that would be wonderful. And, and we have the same, same sayings, red sky morning, sailor take warning, red sky at night, sailor's delight. 
And they knew how to predict the weather. Maybe our news stations could learn a few things from these guys. To brace against the storm, to protect their family and their crops and their animals. They knew when to go out and roll up their chariot windows, you know, and, and, or when to leave them as a crack, you know, at the top. They knew exactly what to do because of the things that they observed and they paid attention. But they wouldn't pay attention to the scriptures and protect themselves and their loved ones against the warnings of prophecy. And we look at that and we see that so clearly for them. But do you realize that it's actually even more stark for us? We have Bibles in all of our homes. You have a free Bible available to you. There's one in the back you can take. And if you don't own a Bible, it's yours. You can download Bibles on your phone, your app. I have probably 27 Bibles. All different varieties and shapes and forms of different Bibles, different versions. We have those things, and we're accountable to know what those things are. You realize they, don't need, they didn't have Bibles in their houses? If they were wealthy enough, they might have a couple of scrolls. Probably not many people owned an entire set of scrolls. Synagogues tried to have a, a whole set of scrolls. But they didn't have those things that they could just go home and read, you know, download it and listen or whatever. They didn't have any of that. But they were accountable to know the times and seasons, and yet we have a Bible in every home. And what do we see within the Bible as we open its pages and we start to read about prophecy? Well, we know that these, these things are happening before our eyes. First of all, one significant development is that all end times prophecy presupposes Israel being in the land, presupposes a temple being built. We see all these things in the scriptures that all the end time stuff has to do with, with Israel and, and the temple. And, and yet 1948, after 2,000 years of being out of their land, Israel's back in their land. And now they're a powerful nation in the Middle East, surrounded by her enemies, just like the Bible said in Ezekiel 38, would, it would be. That's significant, isn't it? They were gathered together from every nation of the world, just like Ezekiel 37 said they would be. And then we talk about technology. There's a lot of things that the Bible presupposes about technology, things that every eye will see from every tribe, tongue, and nation in the world. And you know, it wasn't until this month, September of 2022, that the last country came online to accept Elon Musk's Starlink disks to be able to be used in their country in remote locations. And so every country of the world, you can take a Starlink and access high-speed internet from anywhere in the world. But what's more than that is he just announced that everybody very soon will be able to just pull out your cell phone and your cell phone will connect directly to Starlink. So that means everywhere, every tribe, tongue, and nation of the world will have access to that type of technology just from your phone to watch whatever's happening in the world and to see the news. Of course, travel, Daniel told us that knowledge will increase and men will go to and fro across the face of the earth. And we have world travel. If you wanted to, you could book a Paris flight to Paris, France tonight, if you wanted to, but nobody would want to. Jesus said, if the days are not shortened, that no flesh would be saved. Do you realize that this is the first time, probably in the last 50 years, that we've had the, the ability to destroy every single person alive on the earth because of our chemical, biological, and nuclear weapons? And so that seems to be possibly a, a fulfillment of prophecy. The hatred of Israel by all of her neighbors, which we see, you know, that's what was prophesied many times, hundreds of years before, before the, the Muslim religion was even created. The globalist agenda we see in the, old, in, the, in, the test, in, in the Old Testament and New Testament, we see that in the last days there's going to be a, a powerful leader who kind of has control over the whole world and these ten nations will rise up and one horn will come out of the middle of them, this Antichrist who will who bring all the world together. He's going to bring all the world together under this 
talk of peace. And we see that coming together before our eyes. The gospel going to every nation. I just heard from, uh, from a, a Bible college professor the other day. He was saying that, he was talking to a guy who's part of, part of the leadership of Wycliffe. And he says, within the next couple of years, the New Testament will be, be available in every written language in the world. That sounds a lot like a fulfillment of prophecy. The persecution of the church. Over the last hundred years, we've seen more Christians persecuted for their faith and die for their faith than all other generations before them. We're seeing that happen on a horrifying level. And then, of course, the apathy of the church. This is something that's also prophesied within the last days, that there will be apathy within the church, that people will be lovers of self, disobedient to parents. We see these things beginning to happen within the church more and more, and we see churches that are more like country clubs than they are gospel-preaching churches. And then people seeing good as evil and evil as good. I, I, was, I was watching just a thing on ESPN a while back. It was just a clip from ESPN. And the lady was saying, you know, the problem with this country is white Christian nationalists. What is she saying? Well, she's saying that people, I guess whites, but, you know, I also have been, I've also heard somebody called Larry Elder, who's a black man, a white supremacist. And so I guess black people can be white supremacists too, for some reason. But it's just crazy to me. But you can think about that. What's, what's a white Christian nationalist? Is somebody who, well, white or not, is a Christian and believes that as a country, we should take care of our country and protect our borders and, you know, be about America and not about the globalist agenda. You know, it's crazy. And that's the greatest threat to America. They say that on ESPN. You know, come on, I just want to watch some sports. I don't want to get into politics. But we, we see evil as good and good as evil. And then, of course, the resurgence of the gifts of the Spirit. Not just that, but, you know, I was, I was noticing this. The resurgence of the gifts of the Spirit within the church, of course, Jesus, I mean, not Jesus, Paul quoting Joel, Peter quoting Joel, pardon me, I'll get this right. Peter quoting Joel said that in the last days that your, son, your, your sons and daughters will prophesy, that your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. And then he talks about up until the great and coming awesome day of the Lord, that these things are going to happen within the church. And one thing that we were talking about, I was talking to the seminary professor about, was the fact that in the last 20 years, the gifts of the Spirit have become more of a conversation on a larger Christian base. And guys like John Piper believing the gifts of the Spirit and Wayne Grudem and, and Sam Storm, some of these guys, guys that you know, were raised up in you know, Dallas Theological Seminary, and, and now they're saying, no, we believe in the gifts of the Spirit. We've seen God move in miraculous ways. And, and so the conversation is starting to get to where people are like, you know, I'm open to that. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.